baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We have young kids supporting Osama bin Laden, at least sympathizing with him. We have Republicans who don't want to get rid of George Santos, even though he's probably a criminal. We have Democrats who have gone way, way to the left and have uh, not decried a terrorist attack. We're a mess, friends. What is going on? Where is the middle ground? That's why when I got um, an email that said, I got your name from Eric Paulson. I was like, oh, I love Eric. Now, Eric is a Republican. He is a former congressman. And I don't often vote Republican. Sometimes I do. But you guys know me. Jordana's left, you know, sort of like unicorns and rainbows world. And I thought to myself, I am open to this guest. And Eric helped pitch a great guest. Scott Klug is a former member of U.S. Congress in the 90s. He hosts a national political podcast, Lost in the Middle, America's Political Orphans. And I thought, oh, yeah, he's talking about us people who share, you know, ideas on both sides of the aisle. What about us? So Adam and I decided to have him join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, as he is right now. Uh, Scott, welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning. I'm just sitting on the other side of town in St. Paul. I have a granddaughter up here, so we're in oh, nice. the Twin you're, Cities you're in the, the weekend. But you're in the better of the Twin Cities, by the way, Scott, just to <laughs> hey. just put that on record. I'm not getting it. I'm not going there. So, <laughs> so, but, but thanks for doing this, and I and I really appreciate it. So uh, so it's Klug, by the way, for those of you who oh, took Spanish I'm so and sorry. French lessons in high school rather than German. No, no worries whatsoever. And here's how this all started, Joanna. When the Kevin McCarthy stuff was going on, the first Kevin McCarthy stuff was going on, I had uh, people grab me in grocery stores and the cereal aisle at a coffee shop in line in a movie theater in my old congressional district in Madison, Wisconsin, and basically say, who are these people? You know, the Republicans running around the country ripping middle school books off the shelves, and the Democrats are trying to take the gas stove out of my kitchen. I mean, I did not sign up for this. And so that's, yeah, I looked at a couple of old friends of mine and said, we should really do a podcast about the lost political middle because, you know, I'm a former Republican congressman, but I'm lost in the middle like most people I know these days. Scott, so here's my question, and I, the one I've debated every day, and I don't know if it's solvable in the current system because there are so few uh, competitive congressional districts that it's just as long as you've got the D or the R by your name in a lot of these districts, like 80% of them, you're going to get elected. So how do we fix that? Well, so let me explain. So we've got, four, this is a 14-part episode. You can find it at www.lostmiddle.com. And what we're doing in the beginning of the series is sort of taking snapshots of where we are around the country. In fact, we just released an episode on how the media sort of drove off the road. Uh, uh, we just released it uh, this week. And in that series, we're going to eventually turn, I think, towards the end about reform ideas. So it could be redistricting reform. It could be final five. It could be rank voting. There's a lot of different a lot of different options out there. I'm not sure I've really bought into any of them. So, you know, here's my background. Right. I was a reporter for years. 
then I was a congressman, and now I'm a lobbyist. So I have the whole axis of evil covered. Um, and so it's, there's enough of me that makes me, that makes me both a wild optimist but also a pessimist. So I think before we jump off a lot of redistricting ideas or reforms, I think we have to think it through. But, you know, it's funny. I was on a public radio station in Wisconsin this week. Stop me if I tell you this. But the host leaned uh, to the left of Joanna. And she was yelling at me about redistricting problems in Wisconsin. And I said, fair point. But, you know, the former attorney general flies around the country, Eric Holder, moaning about redistricting issues and never seems to stop in, in Democratic states like Illinois, which is one of the worst redistricting messes in the country. So if you're going to do it, you have to figure out a way that it gets fixed on both sides. Otherwise, it's just one side trying to scam right. the other, which is what drives everybody crazy. Hey, Scott, I know I... I... I don't want to do this, but it's Jordana. And I know you'd want to know the, my name. So that's why I'm at. I, that's, that's the only reason I tell you, because Adam's laughing at me. So it, it's Jordana. So, well, I think I was just getting even for mispronouncing my yes. last name. So I think so, too. So we're even. And I again, really not a big deal, but I figured you'd want to know. Um, so talk to us. You, you know, you blame the media. And look, I'm a card-carrying member of the media. Just got my SAG after card, my new one in the mail today. I'm a union member. I, I'm, I'm in the media. I mean, Adam and I fight really hard to present both sides. And I always have on, the show, on our shows on WCCO Radio. I mean, people, I feel like we're an easy target. But when you talk about the media, I mean, are you talking about Fox News? Are you talking about MSNBC? And then how do you... Can you give us a good example of media that you would suggest watching where people are presenting both sides, other than, of course, the, the Adam and Jordana show? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. No, and, and, and points are taken. I, I think you have to look at the media as a whole. And so that's not to say every newspaper or every talk show, every cable station's got issues. I think a big part of it now is driven by the economics of this. You know, somewhere in 1994, somebody bought a used car, could have been an 84 Oldsmobile, on Craigslist. And for your listeners who are younger, this will be a complete mystery, but it destroyed the classified sections of newspapers. In the last 15 years, mm -hmm. a third of the newspapers in the country are out of business. So that's part of the problem. Um, and then the second part of the problem is cable audiences keep shrinking, for example. And because of that, the way to get the few subscribers you've gotten, you got or the few listeners and viewers you got, you sort of have to go down the rabbit hole. That's just the economics of the business. So I don't necessarily blame the media. But, you know, nobody really cried, right, when the candle industry disappeared and light bulbs came in. But this, <laughs> this is different because information – is critical for democracy, and you have to figure out a way to do it. Now, one of the things your your listeners may want to check out is there's a website called allsides.com. And all sides basically says every element of the media is biased, but let's just be transparent about it and not sort of play this objectivity. So they will rank all the media from left to right. And so on the far left is MSNBC, on the far right is Fox, no surprise mm -hmm. to your listeners. Sort of in the middle, a little bit left of centers, the New York Times, a little bit right of centers, the Wall Street Journal, 
Who do they rank as the most objective? I meant BBC, which is the British Broadcasting Company, Reuters, AP. And those tend to be more old-line, straight news services. And, and, and here's, a, you know, you, you all have been journalists for years. If you look at young reporters in the country today, the majority of them reject what they call both-sidism, which yep. basically means you've got to tell both sides of the story. And look, when I was at Northwestern's journalism school, I had an old professor who sort of looked like, um, who's the guy who was on uh, Whiplash and stuff? J.K. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he's in a, a Spider-Man. He's in a million yeah. things. Yeah, Simmons. So Ben Baldwin looked like him, bald, add 20 more pounds, add 20 more years. And I remember he stood up one day in front of our newsroom and said, Silverstein, who was a classmate of mine sitting next to me, what do you do if your mother says she says she loves you? And we all looked at each other, and he says, check it out. And that's sort of the basic of traditional journalism, right? It's fact-driven. It's not opinion-driven. But as a whole, I think if you look at the media today, in order to survive, remember, a third of the newspapers are gone. Cable, you know, so remember the big kerfuffle this year where Fox, excuse me, um, Trump was on uh, CNN, and it was a big controversy, and people right. paying attention and wringing their mm-hmm. hands in the media. The, the mm-hmm. ratings for that cable show were a third of what the Wheel of Fortune is on a nightly night. So the audiences keep getting smaller and more and more targeted. And again, like I said, it's one thing for economic reasons, but it's not good for democracy. And I think I would just tell all your listeners to sample media stuff and to check it out and to take a balanced Mm. approach and to not get dragged into these rabbit holes. We've got about a minute left. We're talking to former Wisconsin Congressman Scott Klug. Uh, the podcast is Lost in the Middle, America's Political Orphans. Looking at 2024, and if it started today, we'd have the same two candidates we had in 2020. And when there's so many people screaming, why do we have these same two choices? Uh, we've got our own Congressman Dean Phillips. I, I just, what, I, I, what, is there more room in this election for somebody, a third party or a candidate from one of these other parties to step forward. So, yeah. So let me tell you, just I'll tell you two quick facts and, and I'm glad to come back on the show again, because we've got a whole series of onions to peel back on this. The fastest growing registration in the country is independence these days. Yep. The, the largest block of registered voters in New Hampshire and in Nevada are now independents. 50% of the voters already are saying they'd be willing to vote for a third party. So um, it, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch, right, because you've got, you know, Cornell West out there to the left, and you've got Dean who's going to run in a primary, and you've got maybe the no labels thing. I, I think we're at the cusp of some kind of edge, and I don't know where we're headed, but if you just listen to people, and that's what we've been doing all around the country is just talking to registered voters, and they're bewildered, and they're frustrated, and they're angry. And if you do the numbers, really quickly I'll do this, if you ask people which Brookings did, do you want a party to the left of the Democrats, to the right of the Republicans, leave it the way it is, or split the difference? And split the difference is 44%. So that's 71 million bewildered voters who are just con- as confused as the three of us are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And Scott, hopefully you will come back on. We want to thank you so much for your thoughts today and uh, appreciate you being here with us. Scott Klug. Um, the podcast is Lost in the Middle, America's Political Orphans. Thanks again. Thanks, Scott. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Let's take a quick break. Uh, it's a Lindis Construction time check at 9.51. We'll be right back. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.